Greenwood. Greenwood had a pop. Woodman spilt it. And guess who's there? Close your eyes. And he never went away. Welcome to the Touchline Support Podcast. I'm Javon. And without further ado, let's get into it. Hope everyone had good weekends. And um, I know we're all coming up an international break. I'm hoping that everyone had good international breaks for you know the your respective teams um I know for my team it hasn't turned out so good after having such high expectations but we go again was thinking of doing something for the international break but uh fortunately I had my own running with covid I'm not sure if it can be heard even though I'm, I'm still not 100%. Um, I've, I haven't recovered 100%, um, but I am doing better. Um, you know, and it's it's really an eye-opening experience. And um, I hope that everyone uh, takes care of themselves and, um, you know, follow the protocols whether you're um, Voxstar, anti-Voxstar, whatever your stance is, um, just be careful, just, um, take care of yourself, and, um, be safe. So, another exciting week, um, of the English Premier League, and what can I say, this season is shaping up to, to be big, to be very huge. Let's go through the games, really. Uh, Crystal Palace Tottenham. Crystal Palace um, getting by Tottenham three three goals to nil, uh, the first win for the season. Wow, um, didn't see this one going that way. Yeah, but yeah, I saw Tottenham getting getting the win for this, but hey, that's that's the Premier League. That's the Premier League. That's that's the beauty of it. Um, any team can win on the day, and actually, um, I don't think Crystal Palace is a I don't think Crystal Palace is a bad team to begin with for me to say, hey, but Tottenham should have gotten the better of them. But on paper, I think you'd say Tottenham had the better team, has the better team. But three goes to nil, um, Ricard to Tanganga. Well, what you say? I mean, Tottenham were, they started off in first place. Um, currently not. Well, um, it's just one loss so far but I think it's a bit of a concern for Tottenham as in you know not much was done in the game good game to Crystal Palace though good game to Crystal Palace I've seen them before and um, I, I really do think that they are building something real good at Crystal Palace uh, two goals from the from the debut um, from the debutant, um, Ed Edward, 
is his name. Benteke. We can say, can we say Benteke is, is done with now? Can we just, can we put Benteke aside? Uh, let's see. There's still a lot to see with Crystal Palace. And um, let's see. Let's really, let's really see how this one goes. Uh, Tottenham on the other hand. I guess there should be some concern. I mean, Son was injured. And I guess Son was uh, very important for them. But... It's still our team. Um, let's see. Let, let's see how. Let's see how the bones pack up. It's really. I mean, the first, the first loss. I don't have much to say about how they lost. But let's see how the bones pack. Wolves, Watford, or Watford Wolves. Yeah, Wolves. Um, winning this one two nil. I'm not surprised actually. It was very unfortunate that Wolves hasn't won a game. Um, as yet, but they got off. They won the first game, and um, if no, no better team really. The thing is, I'm not surprised. Uh, Watford have not impressed me. I know the first game of the season, they they came out, they they beat um Aston Villa, and um, I guess I guess it. It looked good, but for me, Watford have haven't really impressed. I think they, I think they came up against Brighton after, and then was it Bright Brighton after? They, uh, I can't remember the other team that they played, but they didn't look good to me at all. They didn't look good to me. They, to be honest, I see Watford. Fighting out relegation, um, at the end of the season, I won't say I, I I won't say that they will get relegated, but they'll probably be in that fight, um, at the end of the season, uh, but hey, good win for Wolves, um, good team, um, it's just unfortunate that they haven't won any games before this, so, um, let's see how Wolves get on, and also let's see how Watford get on. Um, I do think Watford have a good team, but I don't know. I don't think I'm not. I'm not really impressed by Watford so far. They should feel good about that one. Um, but I, yeah, um, I saw this game going. Brentford, Brighton, uh, two teams that well, Brentford, been pretty impressed with, as newcomers. And Brighton, who I've always been impressed with in terms of how they play, they play very progressive. Um, very they play very attractive football in, in my opinion. Um, and you know, the the thing with Brighton always is is finishing is getting the goal. You you know you can play football. But can you get the goal? Can you score the goal? And um, maybe it's an issue with their striker, their strikers. Maybe it's an issue. I know they have Welbeck, Mape, um, Connolly, and so on. Maybe it's an issue with their with their forwards, with their strikers. Um, and I guess that's why the 
that's what you'd have to conclude with because um, in other departments, their defense is okay, their midfield is okay. It's just the chances that they create and do they put them away. And I, I know Brighton, they don't create that much chances. I mean, here, look at on the Brentford game, through the stats, in total shots, they had very, very few, but had more possession. And that's something that Brighton, it's always been Brighton's game. Um, playing, the, playing the ball, playing the football, but not getting the goals. And wait, the 90th minute Chessard uh, comes up with a goal for them against Brentford to win it. So that's good for them. But um, that's always been their thing. This game that we're going to um, look at is uh, Leicester City, Man City. Um, well, not much to say about the game. Man City won one nil, and from from what I heard, was that Leicester got floored in this game, and the scoreline is probably generous. <laughs> but I heard that I heard that Leicester got floored though. I heard that they got run over. I'm not sure how, how that is. I mean, I'd have to like um. Try to see if I can see it again. See it? Well, not again, but see the game, or uh, see some clips or some of that. But I heard that I still got floored in this game, though. Well, uh, it's Man City. Expect them to be up there. Uh, but if if that's the case, if if they got floored, I would I would have expected more from necessity but it's still early days it's still early days and let's see if Leicester can bounce back who do they play next they have Europa League and they go against Brighton which for Leicester is a good team to try and see if we can bounce back also, Brighton coming off a win as well. I mean, Brighton is not an easy team. Um, is is not an easy team, and if you're looking to bounce back from a loss, Brighton probably wouldn't be the best team to go up against. But um, we'll see how that one turns out. Uh, City, on the other hand, who do they play? City play Southampton. So they're going to see they're going to play Southampton. Um, hmm. The thing is with City, I said this before. Forward striker, no striker. Once City hit their stride, it's going to be very difficult to stop them. Very difficult. The only team that I would say um well not only team but I mean Chelsea I would say is is a scary looking team. I also said before that Chelsea I'm more fearful of Chelsea 
done of uh, my city right now. Um, there's just the strength of Chelsea, man. Just crazy, crazy. I'm not saying City is not strong, but we've seen what City have, can do um, over past seasons. We're still yet to really see what the Chelsea team can really hit, especially with, with Lukaku coming in. So that's going to be something to really look at. But also Liverpool, when you Liverpool can hit, can hit the heights that they they have hit um in the past. Uh, Man City will be there looking like, well, you know, these two teams are really going to come at us. And um, I don't think you can take Manu out of the picture now as well. I don't think you can, right? Uh, so, interesting once again, uh, City plays Southampton. Um, after the Champions League game. But yeah, I expected if what I said is true. Uh, let me see the stats even. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. They look like they got flood for real. They look like they got flood for real. Yeah. If I would have seen this game, um, I was expecting like end-to-end stuff, you know, but it seems that's not what happened here between Leicester and Man City. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Arsenal won Norwich nil. Um, Uba, Aubameyang. Getting that all-important goal for them. Um, first one of the season. Um, I know I, I know I said before. You know, this is where Arsenal season will start. Um, obviously they lost to Brentford, also to Chelsea and Man City. But as I was saying before, um, the Chelsea Man City games. Probably games that, you know, Arsenal would have lost if, you know, Arsenal's, Arsenal would have lost if they had met them, you know, later on in the season. So, this is where the season really starts for them. And um, there's there's no one else that you'd want to to get that all-important goal for them than um, Aubameyang. He has dropped off since, you know, signed this new contract. Hasn't looked himself. And there could be a lot of factors behind that. But it, it, it's going to be very important for him to get back to, to, um, to the farm, get back his farm. And, um, and push his team. I think most of the players coming back, um, they're number one players, number first team players coming back. Uh, would you look at that? Ramsdale starting. Uh, so Gabriel White. Um, yeah, most of those players coming back. So you're really seeing a 
of first team Arsenal no um any Arsenal fans let me know what you think about that game with Norwich yeah but Arsenal getting their first win of the season and uh, who do they play next though who do Arsenal play next Burnley they play Burnley next okay okay so two wins would look good for you guys for Arsenal right two wins would look good for Arsenal um, I know there are still people saying Arteta out but they see where they go from here as I said it's like a reset forget um, the past three games but the opening three games and see how best you guys um, can kickstart from here. So next game of Burnley. Then you guys come up against Tottenham. Which 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 would be another test. So with these starting players coming in, um, Burnley, which is always gonna be problem Burnley, and then Tottenham. Hmm. Whoa. Let's see how it goes for us now. If you're Arsenal fan, um, you know, let me know how what you guys what you what you think about Arsenal and um Yeah, what you think about, about um the Norwich game. Manchester United four Newcastle one. The headline Viva Ronaldo. Ronaldo being back um at Old Trafford. Uh, that's the headline. That's what. If you're a money fan. That's what that that's what you you. You you um. That's what you want to see. The moment you. Turn on this game. That's what you wanted to see. Um, that's what I wanted to see. But most importantly. Uh, they won the game. Uh, Ronaldo with a brace. It's very good. Um, but most importantly, they won the game. Now, what I'll say is Matic. Matic starting. Uh, I think Matic played full 90. Matic starting is the best option. In the is the best option in the holding midfield position. The best option. It makes a team look so much, um, so much more comfortable, especially in the first half. I mean, I like. I um, you can argue that in the second half. You know, yes, uh, Matic got tired. So it was. It was different. But in the first half, you could see it was just so much different. Going forward, especially the way the Matic passed the ball, you know, getting the ball and putting it into the feet of the attacking players. That's what's most important about that position. That's what's most needed with that position. Um. And also getting back, also you saw him fill in 
You saw him filling with the defensive line, reading the game and so on. But most importantly, going forward, it was done with such ease. You could see it throughout the team, where you move the ball. You know, you just put it in the pathway of the attacking players. And it made things look so much comfortable and easy. Now, the thing is, can he, he... Well, he can't. He can't um, do that every game for 90 minutes. And we see that here. I mean, um, coming in the second half, he dropped off. Um, he dropped off completely. He just went off. And that could be to fatigue, you know. He is in his 30s now. And I've heard it being said a lot this weekend that if he was, say, 28, United win the league, no doubt. I think, I think Matic, if we had, if Matic was 28 in this team now, yeah, I do agree that the league would definitely be be um in contention but not to say that it shouldn't be no right i know that that's still a position where it's going to be challenging but i do agree with the sentiment where if he was 28 we're going for the league definitely i mean He's the best in that position, and he showed. And we learned something else in regards to that position. Um, but I won't, I won't say, um, touch on that now, though. But what I say is, a full box, a full box, a full box, a full box. Shaw is work class. Right, Shaw's work class. Uh, first of all, our full box need to be crossing. They need to be crossing. They need to be putting quality crosses. Shaw is work class. One of the best in that position right now. But he, he doesn't, and this is something that, this is a problem I've had with him before. He doesn't put in as much crosses as he should, as you, know, you think he should. Um, when Shaw gets the ball well, at, the end of, at the edge of the box or so, the first thing he always looks to do is to go back or go sideways or something. It's never to to try and get a, a decent cross in. And um, since Teller's arrived, that has really pushed his game, obviously. We've seen Shaw move from... You know, the Shah that, you know, yeah, to Shah, world class, best in the position. But in terms of crossing, it's still lacking. And the thing is, he can't put, he can't put in, he can't put in good crosses because I've seen him done it. And it's something that I had doubted before. Can he put in, can he whip in those crosses? And I've seen him done it a couple of times. But there's still something like, moving forward, it's not, the first priority uh, for him 
um and when you look at that the full box um it's like the first thing that they try to do to get the cross in if not it's you know yeah but with Shaw it's it's not it's not the first thing and it's something that we keep seeing over and over and even when you switch to the other side with Wambasaka who is good defensively but going forward is not so much. You know, is there's a lot wanting with him going forward. And hopefully that's something that he gets into that he will add to his game. You know, but it's it's the same thing really. Going forward, crossing is not the first thing that comes to mind, it seems. It's um going in or going back. Very few times um Wambasaka and Shah would look up and try to swing across him and it takes away from from the game so much it takes away from the attacking players so much especially now having Ronaldo and even Cavani um, Cavani is, is also a player that's good with, good with crosses good with his head and they don't put in um, a lot of crosses at all um, and that's definitely something that needs to be sorted out, especially, especially when you have backup fullbacks of um, Teles and Dalo. Um, at some point, these guys have to come in and be like, "What will be the difference? You know, what what can these guys add?" And I I just kind of hope that it's not a thing where. All fullbacks just seem to go back or go in instead of trying to whip across him. Oh, that's something that, that the coaches definitely look at. But, uh, you know, hats off to Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle came into this with a game plan. Obvious game plan. And it was to, to have numbers behind the ball. Be structured, compact, um, and to be, you know, quick on the break, with say maximum, and so on. Be quick on the break. That was the plan. And Lucas didn't have a bad game. I don't think they had a bad game. I mean, they got a goal for for their efforts. Um. But yeah, they were most. They looked the most dangerous on the breaks, and it resulted in a goal for them. But Newcastle, not being a Newcastle that I've seen before. I think more last season, I even the manager himself in uh, the manager Steve Bruce. I saw Newcastle as you know a. Uh, one-way kind of team, a team that didn't really have um, I'm looking for the word, a team that, that that really didn't have tactics or or you know was just one-way in those long bars and you know that kind of direct thing but you know I've kind of really been seeing something different with Newcastle 
and it's very interesting to see. I mean, before I would say you know Newcastle, you know probably fighting around the bottom, but no, I do see Newcastle probably stepping up a bit. But we'll see how how they continue to to go. I know that um I've been saying that Shaw doesn't pull him up in um crosses in, which is my never end ending problem with Shaw. But also, um you know, credit where credit's due. Um, besides that I think he had a, a decent game. Um you know, besides besides the fact that both full box did not cross, put in much crosses, I, I I don't think they had terrible games. They just did not put crosses in, and especially with Shaw because he is capable. Right, seen it done a couple of times, especially for England, was putting in those crosses, um, but you know, when it comes, it, it it's not. The first thing that he looks to do. It's not the first thing that he looks to do, and since it's been a never-ending problem for me, um, with him. Um. What else can I say about this game? Amran. Amran played a good game. Um, he did well. Amran did well in in getting back and helping out his defense. Yeah, a couple of t- yeah, a couple of times, I saw where passes being made. Alman is there to intercept, to block the pass. Alman is there. Um. Onto Shaw. Yeah. Um. Was it, would you say onto Shaw? No. Um. Is it Shaw? I think so, but he got back a lot. I really saw. It. I was really and he got back a lot and was able to 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 at times get forward and be involved somehow. Um, really good player, really really good player. Um, he's one of those players where I when he just came, I wasn't all that, you know, impressed with him, but he has slowly grown into the Premier League. So I think that's, I think that's something, good, there. And let me just add as well with with um the whole issue of Manchester United not putting in crosses and being one one um one dimensional. I don't think I don't think that's a word. But you know, going through the middle, it's often through the middle. Whatever is being looked to be done. It's often just through the middle. Through Bruno, through Pogba, through the middle somehow. And what that does really is it helps out the, the, the defence. Because as a defender, um, as the defending team, if you're going to have a team that is not going to be putting in crosses, um... All they're gonna be doing is focusing and getting the ball through the middle. I mean, it makes life a bit easier, to be honest. It makes life a bit easier to to just 
know that hey we're not looking to get Alcacrasses in because this is a team that doesn't cross um, and it also takes edge off the attacking team because it's a bit one way there's through the middle as opposed to having different um, ways to get it done you know getting in the cross so we can't get in the cross play it in going through you know stuff like that so that's really a part of the game that I think money needs to be to um to be better with crossing getting some crosses in the box I think it will really add to the game but money so far I have to really say I've been much better with the ball than previous games especially especially um Alright, Southampton, uh, Wolves even. As I said before, I mean, could be that Matic involvement. It makes everything look so comfortable moving forward, moving the ball forward. And um, they look so much better with the ball now, um, moving forward. They really do. And, uh, you know, if... Matic is not the one to to start every game. Then you know to we'll go back to Fred. Because at some point we're gonna have to go back to Fred. We're gonna have to go back to Fred, and uh, Fred has been woeful. Right, he's been woeful. We don't get that level of passing um, from Fred as we will get from Matic. Um, even though Manu played the ball better than previous games, there's it's still not enough in the final third. There's still not enough. Um, and that's weird. Coming, you know, this is a team with so much attacking um, power. It's still not enough in the final third. It's still not getting enough. Um, um, balls fed to, to Ronaldo, right? And that's always been a problem, getting the ball fed to Ronaldo. And I think it has to do with always trying to get through down the middle, not trying to get crosses in, you know, not trying different angles, different areas. It's just been down the middle. I think, I think if, if, I think if um, different angles were coming in, crosses were coming in, I think it could it could be different. It would definitely be different. Otherwise, I'm always trying to get through um, in the middle. But, you know, once again, thumbs up to Newcastle. Very good team out there. Same Maxim, same Maxima. Immense. Immense player. Very good player. And he gets on the break and just he, he is so he's a nightmare for any defender. Nightmare for any defender. And he's just a player, no doubt. Uh without him they're gonna have you know, they're gonna be have uh, miss they're gonna miss him a lot if 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 they should ever go without him and I hope they do not. Um also Sancho was good. Sancho, I see a lot of people saying Sancho was good, and Sancho was, was, was really good. Yeah, I think it was good. You know, 
he he was able you know Sancho was good and I think uh, Sancho I think is an example of of when I say different angles in terms of trying to to get opportunities trying to get the ball fit into the box you know every time Sancho got on the ball you know you could see some intention you could see him trying to do something and it wasn't about getting the ball back he was ready to take on someone he was ready to get through get something done and I think that's something that the team definitely needs uh, Sancho was good man was good Sancho was really good so in all in all I think it was a better team performance than what we've seen before from from uh, from Manchester United um, but here's what as it relates to the Matic um, situation and we keep coming back to the Matic position because for me personally it's been a key it's a key position and it's you know a lot of people crying for for Van de Beek to to play in that role but I think what we can what what we clearly see is that Ole has no intention in um no Ole has no intention of playing Van de Beek in um that defensive midfield role. Has no intention of doing so and is right now back up for for uh for Bruno Bruno Pogba yeah that's what we're seeing so with with that being the case um I mean game time will look slim for him but we see why Ole would not start him in that position because a lot of people were expecting to see that this game but he, he didn't and we saw him come on for Bruno and that gives the the idea that hey Ole doesn't see him as that type of player even though he did come out saw him in an interview with um on Rio uh, Rio Ferdinand Show 5 and he was saying that he does play the position, he can play the position. He did before, so he knows how to play it. But Ole doesn't see him playing that position. Uh, so that's very interesting. So it, it then goes back to the the big problem in Matic cannot play that role every game for 90 minutes. So you're going to have to go back to Fred um, or you have McTonamy. You know, are any of these players good enough to really push for a title? I don't think so. I think, I think with these players, we're going to give up a lot of points eventually down the line. I'm not hoping for that, but that's how it would seem, to be honest with you. But let's see, let's see. You know, um, I saw Liverpool and... Uh, just looking at Fabinho, right? The the game he had, the the impact he had, the role he played. You know, that's that's someone that you'd need in that Manchester United team. 
um, and Matic is the closest you get to that but once again yeah so uh, money on top of it how important it is to to win to to, to win your games when you can I mean that drop point against Southampton because Southampton is a good team right but drop points against Southampton you see how important we could have played here how important it, it could have been um here to kind of give ourselves some a little room with 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 um Chelsea and so on so it's really going to be a tight season every point will count so um let's see how and, and it's really up to the consistency let's see how money if money can keep us up and uh you know viva ronaldo <laughs> viva ronaldo and here we come to the big bad chelsea three nil aston villa um big game but Chelsea's strength man just mm, just um what can I say? I mean what what can anyone say with this Chelsea team? Lukaku the brace like Lukaku Lukaku I don't know what can what can what more can you say about the Chelsea team? Really, what more can you say about the Chelsea team? They are literally scary. And, and big up to Aston Villa though because Aston Villa did give them um did give them some trouble. Uh, and I mean a bit unlucky to not at least get get a goal I saw past past Mindy which I think Mindy has been really good I remember when he just came I was very critical of him I was like this new Mindy keeper you know is he is he that good and um you know I've I've, I've eaten my word since he's, he's really good I thought I saw I saw on Twitter someone said that Mindy could stop a double double decker bus <laughs> with 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 his hand. Um, it was it was funny, but yeah, it just it just shows that I mean, it's like you can't really get anything past this guy. He's exceptional. He's really good. But Chelsea, on the other hand, has they they are. They are really tighter contenders, um, and I mean they had problems and mainly due to to Saul starting, right? Really, um, not not getting a Premier League. I mean his first start, but really not getting not used to the pace and so. And uh, you have to really give credit to to um. To the manager as well for for taking him out at half time, 
really noticing that hey these news it's a bit out of depth here so let's let's get him out so i think that was really good but was from that chelsea didn't really look like they had major problems they just pushed through um defensive errors but besides that i mean lukaku first goal just a, the presence of mind to you know to take that extra touch get the pass finishing to finish that and even the third goal like no one saw the third goal i did not see the third goal but yet still it was a goal it was just brilliant man it's brilliant display from chelsea um once again um Aston Villa unlucky to come up to to leave there with with at least not a goal unlucky to leave there with at least a goal um but um uh, good game for Chelsea um bigger play on Bailey too you see him dash um Alonso um near near the corner flag you know nutmeg all that and it's like the boy I feel like it's like Alonso is like yo what <laughs> and um rip him up a bit but yeah the 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 whole intensity and physicality of the league are still something my Bailey I get used to but big up Bailey um I think he had I think he came on had a fairly good game and I look forward to seeing him play some more. Boston Villa though have Aston Villa have uh, nothing to be worried about with Aston Villa. I think they still need to get players, you know, into the you know gel gelling, yeah. But not to be worried about. Actually, Aston Villa should should be coming to very strong, um, in the coming game weeks. Now, for some reason, a player that came to mind, um. At Chelsea is Ross Barkley. What to say about him? I mean, he just stuck at Chelsea right now, and I don't see him finding his way into um, the starting eleven. Um, I just think that he probably should have moved on, or maybe probably should have stayed at Aston Villa. Would have definitely gotten more opportunities um, to play. I think that should have been his move instead of going back to, to Chelsea. Um, I don't think he has a fighting chance. He's a good player, but I don't think he's going to get ahead of the likes of, of, of all the players there at Chelsea. Um, so, I mean, I questioned his move from Everton to Chelsea in the first place. Um... And then he made that low move to Aston Villa, and then I questioned he going back to Chelsea. So, um, but for now it seems like he's stuck in there, and it's just one of the players that came to mind because I think he he's a really good player. Leeds Liverpool, interesting game. A lot of history between the clubs, right? And end to end stuff. That's what was expected, and I think that's what we got. Exciting, end to end stuff with both teams.
was a game where you wanted to be it had you at the edge of a seat really just into and stuff really um no at the start of the game well really not at the start but um Trent I don't know I thought it came to mind with with, with Trent um I know that on international duty England played him in the midfield area and he had a decent game he had a decent game I know coming back um club said that you know why would he have the best um fullback um play him in the midfield right why and um, a lot of people agree to that like you know you know he's the best at that you know just let him stay there now my concern was could you know could I my concern was well first I I was someone that was actually looking forward to see if he would be pushed further in the midfield, right? So for for me seeing it happen, me me, so for me seeing him play the midfield for England, I was like, whoa, alright, this is cool, this is interesting, and I got what I wanted out of it. Would I want to see him do that for Liverpool? Maybe, maybe not. But. No, seeing that you know country, there's you know poss- open possibility that they could try him in that area again, and I'll come back to club where you know he has a position of a right back. Um, people outside call may- maybe calling for for him to be pushed up a bit further into the midfield area. Could that affect his game? Um, in terms of you know, mentally how he plays at the fullback position you know, could could that affect his game um we didn't i I didn't see any signs of that in the game uh, you know maybe not maybe we, we, it doesn't affect him hopefully not. But as you know, if this jogs on, you know, whether it's full back or midfield, if it jogs on, will it affect him? Uh, that's something else to see. But I don't know. I don't think I, I want to see him play more in midfield. No, uh, you know, I probably want to see England try try a bit more. But I also agree that he he is a best fullback, and uh, why would you want to to change that? I don't want to see him different. So that was something for me um, coming to this game. But hey, um, besides that, um, he had no effect on him. Liverpool look 
that the Liverpool that we know, that we, that the Liverpool that we saw won the league, Champions League, a couple of seasons ago. Um, they were excellent. They were excellent. Fabinho was was, whoa, it's priceless. Um, Thiago started the day, and a lot of people, and a lot of people. Has a lot to say about Thiago, about whether, you know, he fits, you know, what he does, you know. But I tell you, Thiago was exceptional. He was, he was good. He was good, man. I tell you, Liverpool has some, a lot, I don't know why a lot of people doubting this Liverpool team. To push for the title, to push for some title, but um, I think this game would have announced it, would have announced it, and it would have been a message say, "Hey, we're we're here, definitely." Um, but on on Leeds though, Leeds, uh, I mean. We know what Leeds is about. We know that Leeds is gonna keep playing that one way that that you know. And for me personally, for for this game, for this game, Leeds weren't keeping much possession of the ball. And I mean, you're an attacking team, very attacking team. You're gonna try to go toe to toe. Liverpool, but at some point in the game, you're gonna have to try and keep possession of the ball. Try to move their own, try to do something with that possession. Leeds never looked like doing that at all. Never looked like keeping possession. Never looked like, yeah, doing any of that. I mean, they had the ball and they're moving so quickly. They're moving up and down, up and well, what's up and down. You know, high tempo game, they were moving forward with the ball a lot, but they kept losing it. And then Liverpool would get that ball, would keep that position, and they would move forward with it. And that was the major difference um, with these two teams. And I felt that if, if Leeds would have kept more position, they could have hurt Liverpool a bit more. I mean, they were going at it with Liverpool. Right, um, and I mean, this game could have could have seen some more goals. Money could have had like a hat trick. Like, um, money could have had a hat trick. Um, just so many misses from money, and it's 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 not really. It's it's not something you're used to. I know, looking at it, Leeds probably got away with this one. Yeah, they probably got away with this one. I mean, money could have, could have had an hat trick, right? Um, so could have seen what six, six, six nil, six. I mean, six, seven nil. Even money missed a lot of chances, right? Uh, so we could have had a another high cricket score game with Leeds, and something that. At some point, 
like they leads have to look at and be like yo who can any food try and not being squared on so much yeah at some point it's, it's gonna have to come in focus but uh, I mean no concerns leads anyways um, but here to the to the horrific matter really Elliot injury you know funny enough that game came and I was like I was watching the game and it was very high tempo and I was like hey you know I hope I don't see anything like what we saw with Andrew Gomes at Everton and boom and the funny thing is we saw the tackle and it didn't look it didn't look like something dangerous. It didn't look like something uh, that that would have resulted in, in such an injury. It looked like a f- pretty fair tackle, right? But in the end, a horrible injury to Elliot. And, um, I mean, the player, um, Stewart, uh, Pascal, I say. Like in the end, he was like, he wasn't even concerned about a, a red card. He was like, whoa, you know, I heard this, I heard this player. And um, it, it, it was rough to see. It was rough to see, but it was also good to see that the, the response, um, the response from, yeah, the quick response from, from the team, also the medical team, with response from the players, you know, and um, I have no doubt that this player Elliot will bounce back from this injury and and you know do well. You know, prayers to him and his family. And um, it's football. It's, it's football, isn't it? Really, it's 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 really the sad part of football that these things can happen. You can have these injuries. Um, we've come a far away with uh, medical science, so that does do, it does a lot with, with these injuries and coming back from these injuries. So, yeah, but once again, I mean, I look back at it and there's no, I didn't see where, you know, it was an horrible tackle. So it's just one of those very unfortunate things. Um, it was very one of those unfortunate things. Uh, the game went on after a while. Um, Liverpool went on to win it. But, you know, that Harvey Elliott injury just dampened the whole thing. And I hope he comes back, man. I really hope he comes back. I'm not sure how long he'll be out, though. I, uh, he'll be back, for sure. The last game of the game week, Everton-Burnley. Everton 3, Burnley 1. Now, now, this is one of those games where you go football. You know, just, just really good football. It's 
football, you know. It's, yeah, it was a real, it was a good game. I mean, first half. First off, Burnley looked the better team. And um, in my book, they must be applauded for that. Um, I may be wrong, but I, you don't normally see Burnley coming out as a, as a better team, really. But they, 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 they really look good against against Everton. Um, and um, I don't know, I always see Burnley as a team that for this season would be fighting um, against relegation. I mean, um, you know, just really, Burnley has been a, you know, very overachieving team. Um, I would say overachieving team. And, um, they can do. They can do it again. They can continue to do that, right? But yeah, they were a better team today. Uh, Bernie always being physical, always being well drilled. But apart from that, at the start of the game, they looked sharper. They, they look, they look sharper. They look like they had more of an edge going forward. They were getting to. No, they were they were more like repairing their game, and Everton was struggling to get into the game. Um, I know the the front three were very narrow, um, and I think that helped Burnley. And um, also the the back, the, the the defensive shape of Everton wasn't suiting them at all, and. Um, we saw that they came, they, they went one down. And this big, big, big props to Rafa. Because Rafa then went ahead and made the change from a back three to a back four. Jack Gomes in that middle. And it changed so much for them. Like, they then took control of that game. And, um, yeah, within... Six minutes, right? Within six minutes, three goals, and the bang that, that they blew Burnley out of the game. Basically, just blew Burnley out of the game. You know, all the momentum, all that edge, everything that Burnley had in um the first hour of the game just went discount. They got blown away. They got they got blown away. It it just went. Everton could took control of the game. And now they are joined top with ten points. And you know, it begs the question, does Everton are Everton title contenders? How far can Everton go? You know? How far can they go? I do believe they have the players. I do believe they have the right the right set of players. Um in there. They might not have the depth as the other teams, but probably they do have an outside shot. 
uh, going at this. Um, I mean, I personally wouldn't be surprised if, you know, January looking down, they're still up there and still in and around um, the title conversation. It's it's just it's it's really a question of how far they can go. How consistent can it be? Um one thing I'll say is do they have the players to do it? I think they do to an extent. But most importantly, they have a manager that can do it. They have a manager that I think knows what it takes to push for a title and um, I, I I think he can push this team I think it does I mean uh, they've, they've come from behind what two times twice before I think if I'm not wrong they did it again um, when, what I can say, what what I can really say about this team is that this team is not lacking character, and this team is not lacking the effort, the the drive from from each player, from the players. It definitely seems like they that they are pushing, um, pushing each each time. You know, every player is just is pushing for this. And um, that's definitely you you want to see because I mean they went one nil down, and you you know they, they could have easily let this game slip away from them. Burnley could have easily tightened their grip on this game. I know, um, as I said, Rafa made the change. Thumbs up to him, and they just continued, and they just went. I mean, the king goal bomb right in there and then Townsend goal then the great goal within six minutes they took control of that game blew Burnley out settled it and um, it's very it's going to be very interesting to see how far Everton goes um, they play they play Aston Villa next wow now that's going to be an interesting game that's going to be a very interesting one this Aston Villa Everton game. That's going to be an interesting one. That's one that. Mm, that's one. That's where. That's going to be an interesting one. Aston Villa is a good team. They have a good team, and they seem to be getting there, getting better and better. You know, each time with with the players coming in, I still think that Aston Villa have not put out their best eleven, but. We see how that goes, and then you know Everton. You know, being the team that they are, uh, that that looks interesting. That looks interesting. Um, but yeah, Everton really, really did something on Burnley today, and then I mean, you know, Burnley as I said has been an open achieving team, and it's so so well Burnley can do this season. I don't know. I don't know. Do I? Maybe not relegated, but I really do see Burnley in and around that relegation. Um, 
uh, bottom three. Alright, so let's see how they do. take a look at our kits right um, we're gonna rate our kits um, the first kit that we're going to look at is the Juventus home kit now looking at this kit I don't feel inspired I don't feel anything um, it's and it's going back to you know, a classic Juventus look um, which is okay, which is cool. Um, it's nothing like before that, like what you'd see in previous seasons where, you know, changes were made, you know, something different. Uh, this definitely seems to be going back to that classic Eventus look. Uh, there's nothing inspiring, nothing, nothing that jumps out of you, at you. Um, and it actually doesn't really look no, it doesn't you know, uh, it doesn't look all uh, that good to me um, so I give this a six um, the only reason I, I, I guess the only way I'll be buying a kit like this because it's a Juventus kit but otherwise it just looks very uninspiring I'll use that word our next kit is our West Ham third kit um Another plain kit, really. It's plain blue um, has the the colors on the sleeve, and it, it looks pretty alright. Looks okay. Nothing out of the ordinary. I would say for a third kit, it's a bit underwhelming. Um, but uh, a six, just the same. Um, it looks good. Outside of the Premier League, um, what's been happening in Syria? Ah, well, um, so Juventus losing out to Napoli. I think we are 16th in the table. Yeah, I'm at 16th um, in the table, a far way off. Having kind of like a Arsenal season. And this is a team that said I think I heard that they said the Ronaldo was holding them back was holding back their attackers and um, a lot of fans came out who needs Ronaldo uh, whoa surprised that they're here but they're not surprised I mean without Ronaldo um, Ventus weren't really that good to begin with, I believe. But also, look who's on top. Jose Mourinho's Roma. Hey, um, you know, um, 
Cause Marina really could be doing something different down here in Italy. Um, the celebration that last minute um, go by Ashwari and the celebration. Tell you, Marina is 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 one is is um. It's one funny guy. It's one funny guy. But it's 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 good to see Mourinho being Mourinho and doing it at its as his at and doing it at his best. Uh so really looking forward to see what Roma pull off this season under Mourinho. that said um they will have it that's all we have for this week on a touchdown support um champions league coming up this week so that should be interesting uh definitely looking forward to that uh if you agree disagree with anything uh please go ahead send me a message uh follow me on twitter um enjoy the rest of your week and i'm out <laughs>